I'm going to read to you from 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verses 1 to 6. It says this, I do not want you to be ignorant of the fact, brothers and sisters, that our ancestors were all under the cloud and that they passed through the sea. They were all baptized into Moses, into the cloud, and in the sea. They all ate the same spiritual food and drank the same spiritual drink, for they drank from the spiritual rock that accompanied them, and that rock was Christ. Nevertheless, God was not pleased with them, with the most of them. Their bodies were scattered in the wilderness." Like, pastor, that's kind of morbid for a baptism. This is supposed to be a celebration of new life. But I felt the importance to explain that in the Old Testament, do you guys remember the story? We got the kids back in the service here. Do you remember the story where Moses goes to Egypt and he says, let my people go? You remember that story? And they walk out into the wilderness and they get up to the Red Sea, right? And then there's this body of water that's in their way And God saves them by opening up the waters so that they can walk through. And when they walk through, Pharaoh and his armies come try to follow, and the water comes crashing in on them, and they are wiped out. And Moses and the people of Israel are saved. What the Apostle Paul is telling the church in the New Testament here is that God baptized them, and and he actually uses that word, baptized them, which means he saved them. Baptism is a symbol of salvation. Here's the sad news. Is that even though they were saved, after they went into the wilderness, they started grumbling and complaining. And God, it says here, was not happy with them, and he allowed them to be scattered in the wilderness. This is why I'm preaching this this morning, because I want those of you who have been baptized before and those who are going to be baptized today to be warned of this, that baptism is a demonstration of what God has already done in your life. He has saved you. Just like he saved the Israelites from the hands of Pharaoh, they were freed. They were once slaves. They are now free. The Bible says we were slaves to sin, but when Jesus, who loved us and died for us, saved us from our own sin, we now too, through the resurrection of Jesus, are free from sin. The Holy Spirit comes, lives inside of us, and he helps us, enables us to live a life that fights the sin in our life. Now, sometimes temptation is going to come back. Trials and tribulations will still come our way. But I warn you, the scripture that Paul talks about, the fact that the people of Israel were baptized and then they went into the wilderness, so we too can be baptized and still go through times of wilderness, times of struggle. And it's, we have to be reminded that Jesus saved us. They needed to be reminded that Jesus took them through the waters. Owen, Hans, Olivia, Elizabeth, I want you to know that even though you can, you, if you got to go to the washroom, you could go to the washroom before we baptize you. You're going to get some cold water and it's going to get even worse. So, but I want to warn you that baptism doesn't cure you from all sin, but it empowers you to remind you that Jesus is with you to give you the power to fight sin. 
Do you understand the difference? So, and we live like Jesus, and, and Jesus himself was baptized. I'm going to read from that. Matthew chapter 3. Here we go. Matthew chapter 3, verses 13. It says this, Then Jesus came from Galilee to the Jordan to be baptized by John. But John tried to deter him, saying, I need to be baptized by you. And do you come to me? Jesus replied, Let it be so now. It is proper for us to do this to fulfill all righteousness. Then John consented. And as soon as Jesus was baptized, he went out of the water. At that moment, heaven was opened. He saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and alightened on him. And a voice from heaven said, This is my Son whom I love, with whom I am well pleased. There's the perfect picture of the Trinity. The Father's voice from heaven, the Spirit descending like a dove onto Jesus, our Savior. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit in one picture. Isn't it beautiful? Sometimes you'll see some beautiful uh, stained glass from the medieval times where they have this picture of Jesus coming out of the water and the dove descending and the voice of Jesus speaking, I mean of the Father speaking. But here's the next verse, next chapter actually. It says, Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. Right away after Jesus was baptized, he was tempted. There's a few things I want to note here. First, some people have come to believe that it is through water baptism that we gain our salvation. This is not true. Here's why. If Jesus would not have needed to be baptized, if it's what saves us. Why was Jesus baptized then? Here's the theological, which means the study of God. Theology is the study of God. The theological reasoning behind Jesus being baptized was that, remember how Paul, I just read about how Paul saying the people of Israel needed to go through the waters of baptism when they went through the Red Sea, and Paul calls that that their baptism? Well, what happened after their baptism? They failed to live the life that God wanted them to live after they were saved. Jesus needed to live the life that we could not live so that he could die the death that we deserved in our place. So when they couldn't do it, when Israel couldn't do it, Jesus needed to do it for us. So here's what's happening is Jesus, he himself recognizes he needs to take the place for you, for me, for all of Israel, for the entire world. And so he's like, I'm going to be baptized and I'm going to go into the wilderness and be tempted and say no to temptation. Why? Because there's going to be a day where you and me and all of us are going to go through temptation and we need to rely on the one who was tempted and yet did not go into sin. So, just to recap, baptism is the symbolism that God has saved you. You believe that Jesus died on the cross for your sins. You believe that he lives inside of you and the spirit of God gives you life. And so you're baptized. And you demonstrate that your old life without Jesus is gone and you live a new life with Jesus. But then I want to remind you, then you will still be tempted and you need to be reminded that Jesus is the one who is there with you. He's the one you need to rely on. You need to remember this moment. I was baptized, even myself. I was baptized at 12. Owen, how old are you? 
I was baptized at your age, and I go back in my mind and I remind myself, at that moment, I remember Jesus was with me. Now, he was with me before, but I rely on that moment because I stood in front of my church and I said, that's the moment I want to tell the church, I'm going to follow Jesus. I'm going to stay with Jesus. Jesus is going to be with me wherever I go because that's his promise to us. And I've stuck to that my whole life since that time. So I'm excited for everyone who's going to be baptized today to make that declaration to the rest of the church.